Satra, Amistrobin, Azarta. A day Satir Give me the power I beg of you! Awake! You are all going to die tonight. I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. Read it. Hi, welcome to Don't Read the Latin. This is Jennifer Lovely and I'm Ryan's Cole. So I am sorry for the time that we have taken uh, between recording. We've just had a whole bunch of stuff go on. Um, and in biggest for me announcements, um, we went to Disneyland. We went to Disneyland. They had Bats Day, which is their annual kind of um, unofficial. But uh, still, swag still manages to come out for it. It's official, ish. They just—it's it's not... a park meetup. The park supports it because they make special. Yeah, you get special yeah. stuff for it. It's just not—it's not created by the park. In, in that sense, it's no. not official in that sense. Where like, no. the Star Wars Day is very right. I see. Yeah, so we were there over May the fourth, which they had a Star Wars event, and then we were there for Bats Day, which is the um, annual Gothic Day that they have. And uh, on that weekend, uh, handsome boyfriend Jim has now um, had a, uh, let's see, what, what would you call, was it in games where they leveled up? He powered ha- up! Handsome boyfriend Jim has leveled up to handsome fiancé Jim. And, uh, and for uh, stories that would, um, I think anybody who's a fan of horror probably is also a fan of the Haunted Mansion. And uh, he did it pretty spectacularly. Yes, they got engaged in front of the hearse, in front of the haunted mansion. <laughs> and as a person who was there, it was shocking. <laughs> we were all so excited, but there's a recording of it where you can just hear me saying, What is happening? What, what is, is happening? happening? <laughs> Somebody better be getting pictures of this. <laughs> yes, I did say that. You did. Things I know. Tragically, that was recorded it for posterity. <laughs> and even better, uh, while uh, because he spoke with some staff before going up, and then they opened up the little rope line. I to don't let think us I down. would call that even better. Well, no, 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 no. There's even better. They 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 took down the little rope that held us off in the courtyard. Went down there, and then they held um, the line back from entering the haunted mansion. And the six of us that were our group. We got to go through the haunted mansion all alone. And we didn't know it until we walked into the main room and the door closed. And we're like, where's everybody else? else? And then we walk into the into the um, the elevator room, the sinking room, where they have the stretching portraits. And we see a staff member. We're like, we're done with the proposal. You can let other people in. And they're like, yeah, whatever, and shut the door. Yeah, he just laughed and closed the door behind <laughs> us, behind him. So, but it was... It was super magical. It was amazing walking down the hallway, and there's literally no, no one, one else in there. And we walked and down the hallway, and we got in the ride, and then there was no one in the cars behind us. There was nobody in the cars in front of us. And it, it was just felt strategically us. slowed. At yeah, rides. and they slowed the ride down, and we rode through it just the six. I have of us. ridden that ride many times. So. And there are so many things. I know my adrenaline was pretty high at that point. But there were so many moments and things that I noticed about the mansion that I don't felt like I don't feel like I'd ever seen before, <laughs> and and like just the the very slow view of the ballroom. And yeah, that was beautiful. Oh and like I was riding in the car with Jillian, and I think I was clutching her hand. It and was we, pretty funny. I I actually will make sure that Jim posts. There's a picture of Jillian Venters and Rias, literally. Rias is clutching her hands to her chest and looking the most delighted I have ever seen her in my entire <laughs> life. As, I think the word you're looking for is demented. I was thinking more, what is it, beatific? Where it's like no, they maybe. always give that to say I am. I've got my hands clasped in front of my chest and I'm gazing skyward. And, and I look like I have seen baby Jesus, but what I've actually seen is a hanged man. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was literally the moment where the skeleton falls in the noose. Right, um, they're like, the boy, ceiling. there's always his, his way, way out. out. And, the, and Jillian looks equally gleeful. 
and it and is you see this picture. blur by Jim because he is doing this big arm sway as in, right. And Jim is doing a blurry out. and just in the background. <laughs> so we had a whole bunch of excitement and um, and a bunch of wonderful stuff has been happening. And then we had some lots of wonderful stuff because you had a whole bunch of dental work. Oh, I just I had a tooth pulled. Then I got dry socket, but now everything's fine because I got some cody. <laughs> well, we were supposed to record the night you had it pulled out, and I was. And I thought I was going to be able you to were do like, that too. Hell yeah! Like, I'm I can do this, and then I was like, No, I cannot. Yeah, I, I contacted her, and I'm like, I think you should stay home and take care of yourself. And you can tell that you were on medication because you were like, Yes, you're right. I think I should. <laughs> So what have you yeah. seen lately? <laughs> uh, let's see. What I have seen lately uh, is some stuff. I like uh, stuff. I, watched, I finally watched The Babysitter. And what did you think? I didn't like it. I felt like it was too much of a comedy and not enough of a horror. Okay. I didn't I, I didn't like the... I, I didn't know it was a comedy going in. Yes. And it is and very much And it a is comedy. very much a comedy. And I didn't really enjoy it that much. Although I thought everyone in it was great. Yeah. I enjoyed the performances. I liked parts of it. But overall, it just... Horror comedies... There's only a couple that I can stand. You comfort me so much to hear you say that because that has been it I I have a hard time with humor period but horror comedies really have to hit something really special and I think what I'm so charmed about is the little ways that they do things just a little bit differently in the babysitter it was like the jock like who's attempting to kill him trying to be encouraging about the bully mm-hmm. who shows up. That, like, charmed me so much. It's just these little ways in which yeah. they kind of went against yeah. the, the... Yeah, and there was good things in it. I just thought it was... I don't know. There was something about it I didn't like. Yeah. Um, in uh, For Horror Movie Fridays, um, I had shown uh, The Wicker Man, which is one that I had waited and then... You had never seen it? No. I But I've, I've always wanted to show it for Horror oh, yeah. Movie Friday, but you've really got to show that at a specific time of year. Yeah. And I can't remember what happened last year, but it, it just... Oh. And, and it's like once you hit July, you're like, no, you can't show Wicker Man. Yeah, now. it's a it is not movie. the yeah, right it has time. to be done in the spring. It's a ritual. <laughs> yep. And... Um, Let's see. And then additionally, we kind of, we watched, uh, I showed Annabelle Creation. Um, and I wanted to show that because it just was better than it had any right to be. I, sure. I found it. Um, it is. It, it is amazing that a sequel is that good. It is amazing that anyone who would make that doll would think it looked great. I know. <laughs> like, I nailed it. it. I got this. I got this. this. My great. kid's going to love this. It's not going to give her nightmares or anything. Yeah. <laughs> possessed you say yes. I would never have expected it yep <laughs> not evil so, at all Why? I actually really like that um, I, I like horror films that aren't set in the present yeah. so I like, like period horror that was I think in the 40s or 50s yeah yep. um, and I really enjoyed it Yep. Uh, speaking of period horror um, I watched Winchester and I had heard that it was just it was going to be pretty disappointing and I will say, it is beautiful. It is... Well, that's it, my main reason for watching yes. it, is I want to get a, a then, look at the costumes. Then absolutely watch it. Um, the story, it just felt really flat. Yeah. It didn't have any good highs or lows, and, and even when it was trying to be really dramatic, I just didn't feel in there. Um, and... It was just so disappointing. It's like, yeah. how can you have the cast um, that you have? So, another thing I watched is not a horror thing. I watched uh, Tignataro is one of my favorite comedians. Yeah. And uh, she had a new comedy special that came on Netflix, and I watched it this morning. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Fantastic. I'm and I check Because I have liked her for years and years, and then I heard, out that, heard that she had cancer, and I was kind of devastated by it. And then they, then I found out all the other stuff that had been going on in her life. And I was like, man, I just want her to make it through and come out the other side. And I felt like this comedy special she has. Yeah. You know, Fantastic. she's married now. She has twins. She's Aww. had two awesome, well, we don't know if they're awesome. They're 
there's tiny babies. But she's got kids, <laughs> she's married, she seems so happy. And I was just really glad for her. Yeah. And also, she does a bit about how much she loves to go to parties where she doesn't know anybody. Because oh. she can just walk into, like, the kitchen where everybody's talking and say, just so you guys know, I'm going to bed in ten minutes, and then walk out. <laughs> and I think that is an excellent prank, and I plan on doing stuff like that in the future. Exactly. <laughs> um, in uh, Jen's, Jen's documentary, documentary Corner, uh, I, I blame you because I've been watching a whole bunch of RuPaul's um, Drive Race. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, I watched um, a comedy special, um, Suspiciously Large Woman, that was done by Bob the Drag Queen. Oh, actually that's actually funny. pretty good. Yeah, and it's, yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. It was. It's largely stand-up. Yeah. Working to a room, and it's got uh, Latrice Royale in it as, yeah. a, as, a, as a bar patron who's super annoying and likes the bar way too much. And, <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's really good. It's one of the best things a RuPaul alumnus has done. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of the other stuff. and uh, I, did, I did see Hurricane Bianca. Oh, I saw, like... Five minutes of Hurricane Bianca. I, I found I, it very charming. I, I but I but, it. I but on the other hand, but I, I love Bianca. Really love Bianca. And I so, know. I really love. And her I too. also really love Alyssa Edwards, who has a bit cameo. Yeah. In it. You know, I just and, felt like it was really amateurish, and I didn't like it that much. Yeah. But well, I liked it enough for both of us. Good. Um, and then I also watched uh, Drag Becomes Him, uh, which is the documentary that was done. Oh yeah, about. Um, uh, Jinx Monsoon. Right. And it was really good. It was, um, and uh, it was kind of done during the time where they were on Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Jinx it, is super talented. I saw her as the lead in a production of Hedwig. Oh, my friend Ian Which directed. they touch upon. Yeah. They touch my upon friend, that. A friend of mine directed that. Oh, and, fantastic. Um, yeah. Very yeah. talented. It, the thing is, it's like, since I've moved out to Seattle, I was originally from Minneapolis, um, I went to a lot more concerts when I lived in Minneapolis, and also I attended a lot more drag performances. Mm-hmm. Um, Minneapolis has a really cool, it is a building that covers an entire city block, and it's called the Gay 90s. And it has, I think, four or maybe five different clubs in it. Oh, okay. Um, different dance clubs that kind of cover different music. Of music. Yeah. Uh, has a leather club that is only accessible through, like, the men's bathroom on in one floor. Um, awesome. And then on the very top floor, it would have drag. Um, and, you know, uh, it was I would go dancing there. I would go see the drag shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing all of this stuff made me really remember how much I loved doing that. I know, because <laughs> I see a lot of, I, I watch Drag Race, and on Dragula, there are drag queens from Seattle. Yeah. That I have never seen. Yeah, and there's so much. James Majesty. There's so much going on here. James Majesty. Yeah, you know. And I'm like, that's a local drag queen. But then again, my the local drag queens that I like tend to be more Dragula style than Drag Race style. Yeah, they're pretty monstrous. (laughs) Well, there's something to be said. I absolutely love that. There is a need and. It's it's wonderful to see um, how many different directions drag has gone um, mm-hmm. in time, yeah. and there's there's so many different there's types. Like, there's punk drag. There's yeah. There's a lot pageant drag, and yeah, and yeah. You see like the older and the younger, and I think there's a lot of clashes in the scene between the pageant queens and the people that go out and work clubs and work in clubs all the time yeah. because. Yep. It, yeah, it's, it's an interesting idea. You know, a lot of the club work, you're going to see a lot that are more like comedy, and they're they're working a crowd in the same way of, you know, a stand-up yeah. comic would. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, our theme for today is, uh, oh, you Rice's, Rice's Documentary, documentary Corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we record this, yesterday was a day entitled World of Goth Day. Yes. And as the only goth at my workplace... I was I was not feeling great and I was grumpy and my coworker said go up to the music section and find some goth videos to play. So I went up there and I was like, oh, the Cure Greatest Hits that will always cheer me up. So yeah. I grabbed that and then I looked around on the shelf and I found an old dusty VHS case with the label Gothic 2000 on it. Oh my! And I looked at it and it is a 40 minute documentary about the goth scene. 
in Florida from the year 2000. And I think it was made for public access. So it's kind of Azrael Abyss is my first thought from Saturday Night Live. And I immediately brought it downstairs and put it in the player. And oh my God, did it pay off. <laughs> first, you got a guy coming on saying that his favorite artist is H.G. Giger. H.G. Geiger. You didn't pronounce Geiger correctly. And I'm like, oh, you poor sweet thing. And uh, then there are extended segments of the dance floor where you can absolutely tell 100% that the guy making this is definitely a guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's like a girl in a corset that we get a good look at over the balcony, so it looks like she's got a button in her shirt. <laughs> Um, and then he does little interview segments with local goths. And those are amazing. Yeah. I don't like, he's like, I don't like goth music. I'm only here because it's industrial night. Says one young man. <laughs> uh, there's a band performing live called Das Eek, which sounds kind of familiar, but I'm not that familiar with them because I'm a bad goth. But... <laughs> You can absolutely tell every who what kind of music every member in the band looks like. Their lead singer is obviously a skinny puppy fan. He's got white boy dreadlocks. He's covered himself with mud and he's wearing plastic, tight plastic pants. Yes. And possibly some kind of armadillo inside of them. We could not figure out what that was. Well. It was a large bulge, but it was not shaped normally. Just say that. Maybe he just kept some storage. Maybe it was just storage. Could have been his snacks. I don't know what it was. <laughs> and their keyboard player. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so they have two keyboard players. Oh, yes. One is their electronic effects guy, I guess, oh, yeah. who does the samples. He's got kind of a Billy Idol look going. Okay. He's got the short crop blonde hair. Other guy, fluffy poet shirt, giant Robert Smith hair. Yes. They are the most adorable. They're from Germany and are from Austria or something, and they interview them. Anyway, it's a 40-minute documentary, and Just I am desperate to get one of my coworkers to put it on DVD for me because oh, I need be that so yes. much. Yes, so if life. you are in the Seattle area, definitely go to Scarecrow Video. And find the Gothic 2000 VHS tape. You will be rewarded. <laughs> it is its own reward. <laughs> is there anything else that you've been watching lately? No. No? No. We've been showing uh, type of Marvel <laughs> movies, and then um, we will only watch the Harry Potter movies that she's read the books. And she's oh, that's hit, fun. Yeah, and she, but she's hit a point where they've gotten kind of dark. I think we just finished the yeah. fourth one. Yeah. And so she, she waited a year between the third and the fourth book. Mm -hmm. And she has to kind of bolster her... Bolster herself for the next one. Yes. Yeah, I did the and, same thing. Because, you know, they are getting darker and darker. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I'm not, I'm not ready. And I'm like, but I, wa I want to watch... So I didn't care. Like, I watched them by myself. I just watched mm -hmm. it from the from her that we'd seen on. I just watched all of those by myself. and Because I'm a grown-up and I can do that sort of thing. So... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I go to still, school sometimes she not get, doesn't get to watch all of their comedies. I know. I know. <laughs> so, um, I I still that that moment in the final in the final where um Harry's about to to battle Snape and everybody's like, oh, that's kind of scary. And then McGonagall steps steps out and whips out her wand and everybody shrieks and runs screaming. Yeah, they're like, oh, fuck. life it goals, is life goals. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> returning. Um, our theme uh, for this episode is religious horror. And I put a bit of work in a long time ago when I originally wrote up my notes. <laughs> right. I know so, you've done religious horror before. I have. So I, I wanted think, to I kind of was, take it in a different direction. Yes. And we, I think we did something like the devil made me do it. And so it was very right, much a Right. You've done focus. religious horror. You've done exorcism horror, demonic. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So I kind of wanted to look into... Um, a little bit more like the pagan end and um i watched um well, I watched a bunch of stuff let's just gonna go into it oh, and we'll so, see we'll see where so this goes we're gonna, so most pagan horror is folk horror yeah it is kind of folk horror okay so i'm writing this down i'm 
sure you already have these on your list. All right. All right. Where do you want to start? Well, I recently saw a movie called The Crow. Not the one you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Not the Brandon Lee one. Uh, like a lower-budget British film. And it was about this guy who comes from the city, and he buys a hunk of land out in the British countryside where he's going to build his palatial estate because he's super rich and super obnoxious. And his wife is like, look at this beautifully mowed field. This would be such a perfect place for it. And he's like, no, I want to cut down that forest and put my house in there. It'll be better. Yeah. And there's a bunch of people who, they're kind of like homeless people. Mm-hmm. And they live in the forest. And they've lived in the forest for a very long time. And they have, as he starts moving in, they start, you find out a little more about them. They have a contract from the queen saying they have the land in perpetuity. Oh, so he is encroaching on something that and is like their he's not only encroaching sort of on their land, they don't own the land. They have the right to live on it. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to like hire thugs to chase them off and stuff. But as the movie progresses, you find out more about why they own the land and what they are. Mm-hmm. And they commune with nature spirits, especially crows. Oh. And it's really good. Oh. Well, it would be really good if the villain weren't so evil. Yeah. He's so one-dimensional. You're like, yeah. oh, that guy's There's some die. nuance to his character. Yeah. It's just a little bit. He is a little bit. He's the hammer that sees everything as a nail. It's kind of... Yeah, he's a Martin Shkreli. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> he's that kind of villain. Alec. I don't like to know that exists. So that's a really good folk horror movie that How... came out a couple years ago. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, within the last two or three years, I think. Yeah. Because um, what that kind of brings to mind is I really like The Hollow, um, which they are, um, you know, I have not watched that clear through. I love it. I thought I really liked it. Is that the Changeling one? It is the Changeling one. And um, basically, uh, they go there to do some work in these woods. And basically, everyone who lives next to it is, don't. Don't number one. Don't stay in that house. Don't go out into the woods. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't be here. Yeah, you're you're not prepared to you deal. You aren't with, ready for this place. You aren't ready like, for this place. Period. They're like we lived in we lived in the bad part of town. We yeah. can handle a tree. Yeah, yeah. And 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 they're like we've we've dealt with what this entails, and we know how frightened we should be of it. We are, and we treat it with respect. And and then it just kind of goes to hell after that. Yeah. Um. But I like, um, it, it has a very fey kind of feel mm-hmm. to it and it, it, right. with the changeling. And then it's, you know, it is that constant horror of um, what's real, what isn't. Are they right? Are they just crazy? Yeah. Um, and then when you involve a child, especially an infant, and that kind of fear, yeah, um, it just makes it all the more terrifying. And as... I mean, I've always known that. I mean, I, I'm not a huge horror comedy fan. And, and I've never been much of a slasher fan. Uh, and as I get older, I really like that, that slow-moving... Yeah, um, I've never been a big fan of slashers. They're maybe when I was a teenager. Yeah. There, you know, um, there's, you know, the occasional movie that kind of plays with the trope a little bit. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. But um, I, I again, I find a lot of enjoyment with movies that take the slow moving dread right. approach, and that's what I really, really liked about The Hollow. Um, Did you see? Um, well, I'm thinking about movies that are about religions that aren't Christianity that are horror movies. Um, what was that one about the woman that's in the building, and there's a gent? She thinks a gent. The shadow, in the shadow. Yeah, in, under the shadow. Under the shadow. Yeah, the one that it's Tehran, I think, mm-hmm. it takes place in. That I loved that, and I watched I it with Jim, and too. he did not enjoy that movie at all. Um, and I loved the, um, and a, a lot of it, a lot of what really, really, really frightened me with that movie was less about the gin and more of what the societal horror of her being female in that culture. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I have never been so frightened as when she is, I think, looking for her child, but she's running down the street, and she's not wearing a headscarf. Uh-huh. And she's, and, like, and she's already been reprimanded that they could beat her. 
Yeah. Because she is not following the new rules of, and, and, and it's oh, just, yeah. of, of what it means to be female and live there. Mm-hmm. And I was terrified. I was terrified. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to have a babysitter who, you know, the Shah of Iran's wife was her sister. Mm. And she had been, she had, was a much younger sister and had mm-hmm. been in Iran under the Shah and later had had to flee the country. And yeah, it was just terrifying. Yeah. Like she went out one day when she was, she's maybe Tekla's age, and she wore a shirt sleeve shirt. Ooh. And they dragged her back in the house and said, if anyone sees you, you'll be stoned. Mm. Just terrifying stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think there's a lot of people that because this regression happened in like the late 70s to the early 80s, Mm -hmm. anyone who was born after that time, I think they imagine that since the Middle Ages, they've been wearing, you know, covering and everything. No, you look back at the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, up to the early 70s. Mm -hmm. They were progressing right along with us. Women were right, just then, being fashionable and working. And then right. one person comes into power. And he's a religious fanatic. And he changes everything. Yep. And it literally is just like with... It, it feels like, from looking at it from our perspective now, it felt like this, it feels like the snap of a finger mm-hmm. that we went from a modern society where women were respected as, as, as members of society to so much less than but and i worry that we're going back in that oh, direction Jesus Christ. very much today was uh, welcome to your horror movie podcast but if you're not paying attention to the news right now i haven't like, seen the news for a couple days it's you just keep keep taking care of yourself honey that's <laughs> what i'm doing you keep getting better <laughs> i'm like you know i got a tooth pain i do not need a brain pain. i don't need a brain pain right now um uh, speaking of things that are in the religious horror bent, um, and in ways that I am incredibly disappointed enough so that I'm almost kind of teary about it. Uh, the exorcist movies and with that, the exorcist television show, the last, the exorcist television show just got canceled. And I have to imagine it was a very expensive show to make. I've seen the first episode and that looked super expensive. Yes. It looked, it never stopped looking any less beautiful than that. And there are some um, characters from the first season to the next season, uh, but they both, each season kind of tells its own story. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. And there are so many asides and call-outs to The Exorcist and Exorcist 3. Oh, I love Exorcist Um, 3. I love Exorcist 3 so much. (laughs) I love that movie so much. Um, And it's just amazing and if all we got is those two seasons they were masterfully done and you should absolutely watch them uh it's a take on looking at modern christianity and um it's just beautiful yeah i just absolutely told me that i should like that i should watch it and Um, i have not yep um speaking of the exorcist though because i routinely watch exorcist 3 it's something i throw Mm -hmm. in that's Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite movie, too. Well, <laughs> I still want to watch the Young Dahmer. Young, yeah, I want to watch that too. It's not yeah. really a horror movie. It's not, but, but I'm I'm very interested. I'm in okay that. with that. Um, also, November is out on uh, VOD. Um, yeah, I was hoping that it and would it's fairly show... inexpensive too. So I was hoping that it would show at SIF, but there's only one thing at SIF that I want to see, which is the Seattle International Film Festival. Which and is kind of amazing. I don't like 99, 90% really? of the films, but they have a I film just love called... that it exists here and that it shows so many different types of movies, um, though I've never been able to go to it because of social anxiety. But yes. That's not true. I saw The Babadook with you at I know. But that's the only one. Oh, okay. Because there's a movie really, showing, really called, I think it's called Babadook. like Real Tigers Don't Fight. Yeah. And it's basically about a gang of kids in South America. And it's like, everyone says they can't believe it is not actually a Del Toro movie because of all the crazy, beautiful folktale and fairy tale aspects of it. So I have a pass for it, but I don't remember when it is. Mm -hmm. 
There is a movie that, I, if I am not mistaken, is produced by Del Toro, and it's on Netflix. And I think it might have gone straight to Netflix. And all I remember is it takes place in farmland, and it has this girl going into a silo. And I can't remember the name of it. I think it's called, like, The Fairy Tale, or... Oh, yeah. I can tell you what it's about, but I haven't seen it. Okay. A uh, girl goes into... I think it's called American Fable. Or American that Fairy would be Tale. it. Yeah. I think it's American Fable. A but... girl goes into a silo and finds a man who is dying. Mm-hmm. And on the run from the law, and he tells her all of these weird stories. And he tell and they he tells her a lot of strange stories mm-hmm. and stuff. That's kind of all I know about it. I've been wanting to watch it, but every time I start, I'm like, uh, it's like too not right now. Night. Yeah, it's too not right now. It's on my not right now list. <laughs> um, another religious horror movie that I like that is about a completely made up religion uh-huh. is Dagon. I have never seen that, and it's one I've always kind of wanted to, and and everyone that I know that has seen it loves it. I love it. It is my second favorite Lovecraft adaptation. My first favorite is one called The Resurrected, but Dagon's the one that's about mm-hmm. religion, okay. and um, I highly recommend it that. Wasn't The Resurrected locally made? No, that's that's a different one. Okay. That's The Resurrectionist, which okay. is made by our friend Jason Souls. Oh, anyway. so uh yeah Dagon's really good it's about a guy it's almost a folk horror story it's about a guy who comes into it's who's on a boat he comes into a small town in Italy gets a room at the hotel and then weird things start happening Mm -hmm. and um gets all Lovecrafty you know gets all tentacles up in that place But there's some really great stuff in it. There's a scene where the townspeople are walking through the streets and they have these big, like, signs, but they're just human skin that's stretched out. And the guy's trying to hide behind it. And it's like, I love the idea of this guy trying to disguise himself as one of the monsters by hiding behind a human skin. It's like a cool scene. Yeah. Um, It's got lots of gore in it, but not... Not it's not all about the gore. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of my favorites. So I highly recommend Dagon. Um, and a lot of movies on my list are movies that were that are horror movies that were kind of made by churches. There and is some of those fall into the category of comedies. Uh, have you ever heard of Blood Freak? Yes, Blood Freak is a movie that. A church wanted to make an anti-drug film. Okay. So they hired a local guy that loved to make horror films. Mm-hmm. And so he came into the church and interviewed the and interviewed the uh, reverend all about the evils of drugs. And then he made a horror film and spliced the guy in. So, and the premise of the horror film is this guy gets a job at a turkey ranch. Or maybe... I think it's a turkey ranch. And that's not a euphemism for anything. No, it's a genuine turkey turkey ranch. ranch. But it turns out that the turkey (laughs) farmer is mixing marijuana seeds into the turkey food. (gasps) So when he goes and has his Thanksgiving dinner with the farmer, this guy gets hopped up on marijuana and turns into a giant carnivorous turkey and goes on a rampage killing people. Like you do. I don't, it, I don't think this is the movie that I think I'd heard of. And it is not intended, a, I don't think it, I, it's not intended as a comedy, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But the scenes with the, the guy that's the priest, he's like the preacher, he's like chain smoking and he's got this horrible smoker's cough. Yeah. And you're like, and he's taught making a film about how if you eat a marijuana seed, you're going to be addicted. It's... <laughs> That's the first step. Yeah, that's the first step. On the path straight to hell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there's another one. There's a guy named Estes Perkle, which is a great name, who did a film called If Footmen Fail You, If Footmen Tire You, What Will Horses Do? If you've ever, have you ever listened to Much Negative Land? You know the song that says, Christianity is stupid. Communism is good. Yes. That soundbite is taken from this movie. Okay. And this movie is all about the horrors that will hum if the communists come in. And it is so over the top. Okay, at one point, there's a classroom full of children. And unless, and they're given 10, and they're told that if they renounce, if 
what is it, if they... Renounce Satan? They have to renounce Jesus. Oh, they have to Because they're Jesus. communists. Oh, yes. And, it's, and they give all the kids candy, because and the kids don't renounce Jesus, and so they're all killed. They just murder a classroom full of children for not renouncing Jesus. And then they have camps where they say, Christianity is stupid, that are like these work camps. And it is amazing, because it is dead serious, oh, yeah. and it is so over the top that you're like, it's almost John, a John Waters film. Yeah. Except in real life. And, yeah. See, and, you know, I know the approach that we could talk about with speaking about religious horror. Right. Is so much about organized religion. Mm-hmm. But there's so much of it, to me, that, because I'm not religious. I know, me neither. And I was and, not raised in a religious household. So well, it's like, it, it's like, so what I life laugh, on what Mars. I, what I laugh about hysterically is... So I'm not religious. Uh-huh. Um, I'm technically Jewish, though my my grandmother, as a child, was raised Jewish, and her mother was right. was Jewish. They practiced Judaism in the home, but then practiced Christianity in public. There's a whole slew. Oh my God, I know all there's about. A, yeah, that's yeah, the thing a whole, that happened. There's a whole slew because it, anti-Semitism yeah. was so that they were like, uh-huh, no, yeah. we have to appear to be Christian. So when she married my Christian grandfather, they just became Christian, uh, you know, except yeah. I got gelt in my Christmas stocking. <laughs> All right. But on the other side of it, I'm baptized Catholic because my dad's family was Catholic, but because they were church going, it's not recorded anywhere. Right. So I laugh hysterically that I've got all these trappings in me one way or another of all of these different and nothing. Yeah. Just nothing took. Nothing but, took. So, and. When I start thinking about religion, I start just to me, my mind goes, and especially in the in the era that we're in right now, of fanaticism and and created religion. Yeah. And you know, things like that. And um and also just uh the, the things where you see what people are driven to do. Right. To be... And like I'm fascinated by films about cults. So am I. And that is all fires into it. Like so many cults start out with a good idea and yeah. people join because they're like, we are going to, like Scientology, people believe they are going to save the world and make everyone's life better. Yeah. And they're just, it's not happening. Yeah. And it's really sad that, or um, well, like you... Jonestown, when Jonestown started, it was one of the first interracial churches. Yeah. People could go to that church of any race and be welcomed. And Jim Jones had these would form these church basketball teams that would tour the world yeah. and did great things. And then Jonestown happened. Yeah. Have you seen the sacrament? Yeah, I didn't like it because okay. it is so exactly Jonestown. It is so exactly Jonestown. And I've seen like a ton of documentaries about Jonestown. Yeah. And I was like, I don't feel like he brought anything new to the table yeah. with it. I just think we've hit a point that people older than myself are very familiar with Jonestown, and there's a whole slew of society where it's so far in the dis- it's, it's yeah it's so outside of the current right that you know maybe it was due for retelling, and I thought it was so well done. Um, and I do like I that really filmmaker. That's a guy. The same way he did the innkeepers. He did and, the innkeepers. He did the devil. What was it? The, uh, House of the Devil. House of the Devil, which and, I really and liked. his name is absolutely escaping me. Me too. Um, I but like, I like him. His I like his work. He's pretty young and kind uh-huh. of entitled and kind of uppity in his like, you know, if you don't seem like you have to be a specific type of film fan or oh, you know, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's he's he comes across as kind of a gatekeeper and that kind mm-hmm. of pisses me off. But he's being one while he's creating some really fucking amazing movies. And so, what do you think of Ken Russell's films? He has a lot, like... I've never explored them. You've never seen Land of the White Worm? Oh, he's the one who did Gothic, too. Yeah. Yeah. But those aren't really his more religious films. Yeah. Land Um, of the White Worm, I did not... I... It was not my bag. That's fine. I Though I want... I want a... a It's fine. Captain. we don't have I to do. like the same films. So it's totally <laughs> There's a fun. whole bunch of stuff that I really like that you're like, no, that's crap. I didn't like that. Yeah. And and we just move on. There is a Ken Russell film called The Devils, 
based on the book Devils of Blue Dawn. We talked about this one before. On the podcast? I think so, but please continue. And it is about the horrors of religion. It's not about the devil. It's not about Jesus. It is about religion as horror. Mm-hmm. Um, Ludon was a walled city, and the church wanted the walls tear, torn down. So they basically sent the Inquisition in. There was a group of nuns who were having visions. Mm-hmm. And they decided that this was probably the work of the devil as channeled as channeled through the main priest in the town. And what they really wanted was just an excuse to take over the town. Yeah. And it is... A lot of people overlook it and they're like, oh, that's that movie with those nuns having that orgy. But it and is, Vanessa Redgrave. Oh, Vanessa Redgrave is amazing. And Oliver Reed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're both incredible in it. It's an amazing movie. And a lot of people think, oh, it's that movie with all those crazy nuns having all those nun orgies. And I kind of felt that way about it, too, because I'd watched it a bunch of times. And when I saw it in a theater, in the quiet and the darkness, it was an entirely different film. Yeah. And it tore my heart out. It just broke my heart. And it is just a film about the church as evil. And I like that, because it's, it's a nice break from every religious horror film being, you just need to pray harder, that thing will go away. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you're just damned. Yeah, sorry, yeah. you're damned. Yeah. So um, I really, I love the devils. I love, uh, Ken Russell uses a lot of religious imagery in his yeah. film. Oh, yes. I think he has some problems with the church, and I think a lot of those stem from the problems that he had during the production of the devils with the church trying to censor it. Yeah. Um, one that I almost rewatched, but it seems really kind of dated now, um, was The Seventh Sign. Um, and I have never been able to make it through that. I, the one that, the one time I made it through was in my teens, because my best friend from high school, Jody, was from a very, very, very Catholic family. And as we were watching this horror movie, she's like, doing this Bible translation for me. Mm. And it made it really, really interesting. Oh, yeah. And without that, it's just utterly... Hi, Maggie. Hi, um, It's utterly lost on me. Sorry, we had to take a brief kitty break in the I middle know. of that sentence. It happens. <laughs> Come here, baby. Come here. Come here. Um, and I'm just bringing it up because it just, it just kind of... I'm, like, looking at my list. Um, stuff that's kind of on that culty, um, uh, kind of... Um, Wicker Man-esque. Uh, have you ever seen Kill List? I have seen it. I didn't like it. I... Which is a shame, because I really wanted to like it. See, and I watched it with... Like, I hadn't really heard anything about it. And Me so... neither. I thought it was an action movie about a about Yeah, a hitman. hitman. And then and it then, gets all weird. And then it gets... But see, that, see I, I, I feel like we're both having like a completely different take on that when it got weird. You're like, mm-hmm. eh, it got weird. And not in a way that probably worked for you, because I know you like your weird cinema. And then, but when I saw, like, these asides to, you know, kind of a Wicker Man, kind of a cult right. feel of, right. it, there was very pagan taste pagan to it, and, and then it just it. literally guts you at the end of it, where it's, right. it's very harrowing. And it's it's funny, because I think, I think that there are movies out there that are really, really well done that are either so harrowing or so about that original experience watching it mm-hmm. that you're not going to watch them again. And and The Kill yeah. List is one of those movies that I kind of want to show it on mm-hmm. one of my horror movie nights, but I kind of don't want to re-experience it. I just kind of yeah. want to say, hey, people out there, The Kill List is really, really interesting. And it's going to go somewhere that you're not expecting. And just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just... Okay. Well, part of the problem with The Kill List is that I watched it at home on my TV in daylight. It's really hard to see yeah. because it's a dark film. So if it you're is. watching it in a light room, you can't see what's going on very well. And I could not understand what anyone was saying. Ah. Uh. 
Yeah. Because it's whispery accents. Yep. So I had to turn on the subtitles. And by the time I turned the subtitles on, the film was half over. And yeah. So really I'm willing to say that I may be judging it harshly based on my own experiences that yeah. have nothing to do with the film. Or maybe I just don't like it. Maybe you just don't like it. <laughs> it could go either way. Um, and speaking of cults, um, I really enjoyed The Last Will and Testament of Rosalind Lane, um, which almost feels kind of like a stage production because it's, hmm. it's literally the story told by one man walking around his mother's home. And you end up finding out after that she was obsessed with this um, cult that was devoted to the angels Hmm. okay and um and it's kind of feels like his descent into madness um and it's very atmospheric and if i remember properly it's not very long either it's kind of a short film um and i just I, i really liked just taking this like it had some asides like where you're he's either calling people but they're not there with so it's just one dude the whole yeah, movie. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Otherwise, uh, outside of where he's watching like video, right? Of of um, like rites and uh, stuff like that. And I thought it was really really neat. What was that movie? Oh, oh man, what that is. It was about a woman. Uh, it's kind of a found footage. Found footage film crew go to talk to a woman who has extreme Alzheimer's. Oh, the, uh, the taking of Deborah. Taking Logan. of Deborah Logan. I love that movie. That is a great weird religious yeah. cults flavored movie. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and and it's completely driven by the just the the older woman. Her performance is amazing, and there is a scene in the film where they go into a cave, and I'm not going to spoil it. But I had to watch it between my fingers. I was, like, so horrified. Yep. I was like, oh, I can't even look at this. It's too funny. <laughs> so that is a high recommendation for me. Uh, there's a movie called Mercy, based oh, on the Stephen King story. Mercy. I also really like that. That's yeah. another weird Lovecrafty religious movie. Um, yeah. Um, one that I rewatched that I remember not being terribly impressed with it on my first watching was Possession, um, which is the um, Jewish gibbet box, the little girl. Yeah, I've seen box. that a few times and I haven't liked it. So, but it has a lot of really pretty moths in it. It does, and <laughs> I got a lot more out of that movie post divorce. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because well, maybe I just need to dump Monty and then I'll love it. I don't think that's. <laughs> I'll call That's it, not my suggestion. <laughs> I'll call it right now. <laughs> I took away a lot more from it um, just in that second watching because I think I, I empathized with all of the characters. Oh, yeah. In the struggle of um, what do you do with your family after that and when you're struggling and how do you keep those things going and then what happens when something goes wrong. And I really liked it um, not being Christian. I, I liked it yeah. taking that. Yeah, I like that, and there's not that many Jewish horror films. Not really at all. Um, and it, you know, I keep, I need to shut the fuck up and watch the movie, but I've never seen uh, Gollum, which I don't know really Oh, qualifies. that's really good. I know, and I've still just never seen it. Um, the production company, okay, so originally the film company that made Nosferatu mm-hmm. were going to start a company called, I think, Prana Films. Yeah. And they were just going to do cool, magical, supernatural films. But they lost a lot of money. But because of the lawsuit Nosferatu. over Nosferatu, yeah. they never make, got to make any more movies. Yeah, they got their asses sued off. Except a bunch of guys from that company got together and made the Golem. Oh, wonderful. So I know, and I even own it. I've got um, a box set. It's um, so good. That's uh, German Expressionism uh, film. It's so my it's... favorite. Nosferatu and the Golem are my favorite. I'm not a big fan of Dr. Caligari. Okay. I like the sets, though. Yeah. You know what? And I, I love the look of it. I just, it's not the, the story. It's not yeah. as strong for me. Um, really briefly wanted to touch on a couple of exorcism films, and I kind of wanted to just stick with um, 
just a couple of them that I found I found entertaining in the last couple of years. One being the position. Um, I really enjoyed Veronica, which is a straight to Netflix. Art. Yeah, I almost watched that this morning. I really enjoyed it. It's it's um it's quiet and um, it goes a little bit differently. I I was surprised by the ending. Okay, um, you know. Okay. But there are times where I've been like, I'm surprised by this ending. And the other person's yeah. like, I saw that coming in the first ten sometimes, minutes. Sometimes when I see a horror, when I want to watch a horror film, I'm not in the mood for a quiet one. And that's why I haven't watched Veronica yet. Yep. I'm like, that's going to be a quiet film. Also, I discovered my that I have some um, racist film problems. In that today I was looking through a list of horror movies. And one of them looked really interesting and had an image in it. And I looked at the names of everyone in the cast, and they were all Scandinavian names. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to watch this. I don't like Scandinavian films. And I was like, that is the weirdest thing I've thought. <laughs> Why is that? And then I'm like, because I do love Troll Hunters. Yeah. I love that one about the Holda, the girl with the cow tail that they find. Oh. Oh, you need to see that. It's amazing. I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, I do like some Scandinavian films, but Lars von Trier oh, has Jesus ruined me. Christ, that fucking guy. And then on he's top the worst. of it. And, and he's then, sexually harassed Bjork, who's just a tiny little fairy. Why would you do that? Yeah. And then my favorite is, is God, just fucking horror queens are pissing me off lately. Well, they're and full of guys. They're full of fucking guys. And they're often young guys. Who just like to see boobs in their horror Yes, films. and and the thing is, as soon as you start slinging around SJW as an insult... Ah, like, I'm an elite oh, SJW, baby. Fuck yes. That's what I got called. And, um... Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but, boy, they're like, yeah, you know, go Lars Ventures, because, you know, anything that pisses off the SJW... And I'm like, no, he's just... He's just fucking awful, Okay. There's no, there's no fucking yeah. shining that turd. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, he makes films that make women angry. That means he's great. No, but no, no, that's not. Yeah, film's got to do more than make me angry to be exactly. worthy of my attention. <laughs> um, what about the ritual? I, I love. I mean, we've talked about that on past podcasts, I know, so but we're it's just going to touch on love, it. But I love the ritual. It is so good. It's so scary, and that is what a god looks like. And do yes. not mess with it. Yes. I loved that so much. Oh, that um, there was an episode of Masters of Horror. Remember Masters of Horror? Yes, I, I own them all. Uh, the John so Carpenter one, Cigarette Burns. I couldn't stand. I hated almost all of them. Except for a Cigarette Burns. Kind of cigarette Burns is, is probably so the highlight of the entire good. series. It really is. Um, yeah. I would actually like to do like kind of a curated showing of like the very, very best. Yeah. Of it. I like that. Didn't there are Dreams in the Witch House? Yes. One that's pretty good. Yep. Um, and I, the, the Fair Haired Child, I find charming. Um, and oh, I've seen that one a few times and I don't remember much about yep. it except that it has a from yep. and I love her. Which is, I think, part of why I probably like it so much. Yeah. Um, and then it's just got some very awful ones, and you know, uh, poor Jim, who, who just he, somebody gave him or someone he knows imprint, like just the disc of imprint, which is the Takashi Miike oh. one. And and yeah, that one's really. Not for everyone. Uh, not for everyone, but oh and, my god, it's beautiful. And so beautiful to watch. And, but so and, but they were so up. horrified and they were like, Yes, there's yes, child rape, yes, there's been this, there's been this, there's uh -huh. been this, and there's yes, it's floating yeah. down a river. Yeah, and they were just literally traumatized. <laughs> yeah, you can't go sweet boy. I, he's a delicate. He's a delicate boy. He, he just wants his not werewolves. for everyone. Wants his under werewolves and underwater creatures and and, I'm fine with that. Yeah, Me too. Yeah. But yeah, I can see how that works. print is not for Jim. No. <laughs> um, and my last of um, lesser known exorcism movies is, I don't really like the exorcism of Emily Rose, which is kind of like taken from the news of yeah, the, yeah, the exorcism, drama yeah. that was um, where the girl dies and they yeah. try to prosecute. And I thought it was really entertaining. I liked fun. it too. It's really good. Um, 
Angel Heart is one yeah. I love. I need to see Angel Heart as an adult. Me too. Because I was I was really young. The I was super I young. It. When I was and young, I didn't know Lou Cipher. I saw it so long ago, I didn't get that Lou Cipher was a pun. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> until the end of the movie when I figured it out. No. And then I felt like a fool. <laughs> so I was probably saw that the year it came out and maybe once yeah. since. But yeah, but that on was for Sundays, Fridays. Yeah. Um, stuff that has a religious bent that I'm really fond of. I don't. Didn't you not like the Black Coat's Daughter? I think you were kind I of indifferent. To like it. it? I was indifferent. I yeah. didn't hate it. I thought the performances were really good, but I just didn't. I didn't. It just wasn't. It bad. didn't grab me. Yeah. I just, I just loved. Um, my only complaint still would be a recasting. Of where they they had for the older girl like they mm. they, they cast her they, they didn't have the same girl woman playing yeah um uh, recently uh, I mean, at this point I'm just Jeff like face. there's there's so many of these Chuck face I fucking love Chuck face people so did not watch that movie because it has a dumb title and I've had to convince them so many times no you need to see this because you've got to worship the pit yeah you've got to worship and you gotta respect the pit because mm-hmm. the pit will do all the things for you or it will fucking murder you. Yep. Love that movie. Weird back I like weird backwoods religion movies. Yes. Um, which is what folk horror is, is, where people just stumble into something and they're like, What, you worship what? Yep. And then it's too late. And then it's too late. They got a tentacle. And um and I'm not gonna go into it. Um <laughs> Okay. I, well, I saw Jugface and I saw Lords of Salem around the same time. Mm. And there's some correlations between the two movies. And See, Lords of Salem really felt to me like Rob Zombie was trying to make a Ken Russell film. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't know, I didn't get it. I, there was just, there were so many, like, really big fails in that movie. And, and like, it makes me so sad because... I love Devil's Rejects. See, and I've never liked any of his movies. Oh. They're just, they're... I think if the, you have to like a, a little more exploitation than I do to appreciate what I doing. like a lot more exploitation than most people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I just recently saw and I finally got a much better copy of it, so I'm probably going to show it pretty soon, is Mr. Frost. Um, which I oh, good. Like, I'm glad you got a copy of it. I, I haven't seen it for years I and I knew you would love it. Yeah, the copy that I saw was just beat to when I watched it, and yeah. I, I haven't watched the better version of it yet, um, but the quality's a lot better than the one I yeah, watched. Yeah, there's a few movies we have at work that I would like to transfer to DVD for my personal uses, and that <laughs> is one of them. Um, another favorite is Frailty. Oh, I've forgotten about Frailty. Yeah, that one's great. And a lot of people haven't heard about it, and and just I know it's really not, sad. and it's not in the horror room. It's in the murder mystery suspense section at work, which so you can really, so you can really trick people, <laughs> and they don't, yeah, because they don't know what they're getting into. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's about a kid whose dad's a serial killer. Yeah, it's really good, and you should watch it. And then they don't. Walk off, then walk when off. the twist ending, when the ending happens, it's a surprise, which yeah. is what it should be. Yeah. Um, I. I I got a coworker who spoils movies, and I want to punch him in the head. <laughs> he just gets so excited talking about these movies, and I'm like, "You've got to calm down, man. You're about to spoil yeah. it." And then he does, and I'm like, "Oh, dude." Yeah. <laughs> what What breaks my heart is I don't know that uh, Bill Paxton ever directed anything besides that, and I wish. Yeah, I, I wish, wish he had because that was great. Because it, it was just absolutely fantastic. Um. There, there's not that many, you know, one, I don't know, I mean, I was just going to look it up, but I'm not going to, uh, if he ever did anything else, but I don't think he did. Not that I know of, but he might have. Yeah. Um, stuff that's in a uh, religious vein, um, I love The Witch. The Witch is amazing. Yep. Um, a Dark Song. Oh, which I don't yeah. think, I don't think enough I don't people know if talk that's, about. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure that's religious or just magical. I don't know. Six of one half dozen. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, the ritual it, or the dark song is. It was in my top ten of movies for the last yeah. for last year. Yeah, it was mine too. It is, and a couple and somebody and came it's up harrowing and harrowing to watch. Somebody was asking me the other day, 
is a dark song worth watching? And I'm like, yes. yes. And then they're posted later. Oh my God, that's what, that's an amazing movie. Like, yes, <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. Because um, I feel like the weight of magic in that movie is so heavy. Yeah. You're not, if you're trying to do that, you aren't, it's not moving us. You're moving boulders yeah. spiritually to open those doors. Yeah. And that film did captured that so perfectly. Yeah. It isn't, it isn't that you, you know, sprinkle some pixie dust and do a couple of fancy turns. It is, it is harrowing and taxing and it takes a long time and it shows, it shows the work involved. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, also, I like that the guy that knows how to do the spells. Yeah. Oh, because, yeah. because guys who are deeply into ritual magic, dicks, that's a lot of what you get. Yeah. Um, Generalizing there, sorry, dark horses. <laughs> um, stuff that uh, angels, angels, uh, and and people of the the heavenly and, and devilish bent uh, visiting the earth. Um, we have let us pray. We have prophecy. I love the prophecy films. Me too. They're so wonderful and just creepy enough. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, he never died is also kind of yeah um, i didn't like it never died that much i did not either i, like I, I really I wanted to like it more than I did. no and you know it was i'm glad it was made i'm glad that that he kind of stretched himself a little bit with that and it was inter interesting but it was not it just wasn't it missed something mm -hmm. somewhere for me and it was just not good enough um and then we have stuff that takes, you know, place in the church. We have Alice, Sweet Alice, um, which isn't so much I about... I vaguely remember that. I, yeah, I, I like remember, it. It's, all it's I can one remember of those... is it has Brooke Shields in it, and she's like six. Yeah. That's all I remember. And <laughs> there's that transparent face mask which on is the cover of the box. Which is fuck. I mean, the times I used to have one of those. They oh, are that's, terrifying. That's horrifying. Um, on... Let's see, the culty bent. We still have House of the Devil, which we mentioned, we mentioned in passing. House of the Devil I liked. The thing that makes me sad is when Stigmata came out, I liked it a lot. It was one of those movies that I would throw in all the time. The soundtrack's amazing. Yeah, it's I got a great soundtrack. soundtrack. It's cool looking. I have not watched it as a grown-ass woman. It I think I it may I not think I came up. across it on television and I was like, oh, God, what was I thinking? Uh, and it didn't seem like it held up very well, but but and it's it's very much of the nineties. Have you seen The Order? No. There's Keith Ledger as a no. priest, and he's a sin eater. Oh. I think. Yeah, I remember. Really I've never seen that. like a trailer for it. Mm. You should watch mm. it sometime. It's good. I'm falling over. Uh oh. I'm getting tired. Well, how long have we been talking? I don't know. Not long enough, because I've missed you. We're at 102 minutes. Well, that's pretty good. That's a, that's a nice good stretch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine there, are usually, I usually do an hour on mine. Yeah. Is there anything else out there that, that you wanted? To, you know, um, I've seen, like, The Devil's ri The Devil Rides Out was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I love that. Um, I'm forgetting about a lot of the stuff, like, uh, the old stuff, the Witchfinder yeah. General, yeah, um, which I still haven't seen. You will not like it. I probably won't. it is not a good movie, and Vincent Price hated making it. Him Aww. and the director would fight all the time. Yeah, and uh, like even I, I know somebody that was friends with Vincent Price, and he's like Vincent wouldn't even talk about that movie. Aww. I don't know what happened. And I then I read some stuff on the IMDb, and I'm like, oh, I know what happened. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to rewatch The Ninth Gate, and I couldn't because I don't piss fuck Johnny Depp. Um, Damn it, Johnny Depp. Yep. And, uh, I, I wanted know. to. I'm like, yeah, I'm. You have The Omen, you have Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Nothing else is jumping out at me. I mean, you know, and yes, I've touched on, I've touched on exorcisms and, and the devils and stuff yeah. before and I think this is a very different conversation I think so 
I think we talked all about a lot of non-Christian horror films. Yeah. Which are still religious and bent. What about A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night? Oh, I love that. I love that movie. I don't think it's a horror film. No. But Not I like so it. Much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, awesome soundtrack. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to call this good. You know, hey, thanks for having patience uh, in the, the time that we took to get here. Um, and uh, we'll see you in another two weeks. Don't Read the Latin can be found at don'treadthelatin.com, on Twitter at DRTL Podcast, on Tumblr, or at facebook.com slash don'treadthelatin. Please rate us on iTunes and tell your friends and themes about us. We're dying to meet them. <laughs>